0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Locking Your Success Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach, John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. This is episode number 17, and today I'd like to talk to you about managing your mind through the corona crisis. But before we get going, for those of you who are not aware, my wife Sherry and I are on a website called FinancialFreedomClassroom.com. That's one word, Financial Freedom Classroom dot com and that's where we do financial coaching this being the case Sherry and I understand that some of you may be going through some challenging times financially and what we'd like to offer you is a free financial coaching session with Sherry so if you feel you could benefit through talking with a professional financial freedom coach please leave a comment in this video and we can send the information on how to get that set up for you so let's talk about the markets. Over the last four weeks, we've had the fastest 30% decline in the SPX in history. The Russell 2000 has been down more than 40%. Many stocks are down more than 70%. Uh, Many of the stores are closed. Much of public transportation is shut down, and some of us are out of work and confined to our homes. None of us know how long that this is going to last and on top of that many of us are down possibly big money in our long term portfolios or our long portfolios and some of us some of us are even down in our options trading. So the question is, you know, how do you feel about that? Realize that any one of these things on their own is capable of generating a substantial amount of stress, but when they all hit us at the same time, it's really quite easy for a lot of people to become overwhelmed. It's easy to focus on the pain and think of the things that could go wrong. And it's easy to make up disastrous stories about the future and talk yourself into doing things that may seem perfectly logical at the moment, but are completely foolish to any rational thinking person. And it's situations like this where the mind naturally goes to these types of things happening, these terrible things happening. Realize that the human mind has evolved to seek out potential danger and then focus in on that danger and when it does this when it turns its focus into the danger two things happen first it shuts down your awareness of anything that is not the danger and second it magnifies the perceived danger and it puts you into what we call survival mode so if you were to look at this process scientifically essentially what happens is chemicals get released into the body that increase your blood pressure and your heart rate and the flow Uh, of blood to your major muscle groups, and it also increases the flow of blood to what we call your reactive or primitive brain. And at the same time, it shuts down anything not essential for your immediate survival. Things like your digestion and your immune system and anything that is not essential to you right at this given moment, including what we call your free parental cortex or the logical or rational thinking part of the brain. In other words, what might be beneficial for you in the long term is going to be completely ignored or completely forgotten for the purpose of relieving fear and stress in the moment. Now, from an evolutionary standpoint, this is really the only reason we made it this far as a species. It's the reason we're here today. 5,000 years ago, uh, we had to constantly scan for danger in our environment. We hid in caves. We went. Uh, if we went out, we, went, we were huddled in groups. If we went hunting, we did it in groups we did this to avoid something called death. And um, we also did it to avoid injury and isolation, as either of those would also cause death. When we did come across danger, the best answer to survive was uh, to focus on the problem, the problem at the moment, and either hide or freeze and hope nothing happens or take massive action and fight, uh, fight what was happening or to run away from the problem. So this is going to be our natural tendency, and it's going to be what feels normal to us. Unfortunately, this tendency is not particularly helpful when we're sitting in front of a computer trading. I mean, forgetting what's beneficial over the long term and trying to relieve the pain in the moment through freezing or smashing your computer or panic trading wouldn't be my first choice if I was a rationally thinking human being thinking about my best outcome for the long term future. Although I can remember a few times when getting up and running away from my computer may have been quite beneficial. My point being, though, we don't want to trade from the mindset of fear and scarcity. Doing so will prompt us to relieve short-term stress at the expense of our long-term success. Because this is exactly what the calm, rationally thinking trader on the other side of your transaction wants you to do. He wants you to be foolish and make foolish decisions in the moment and provide him with the longer-term opportunity that he can take advantage of, even if that longer-term opportunity is only three minutes in the case of a day trader. So possibly the most useful skill that we can develop as a trader is to uh, have the ability to monitor our own mindset and then be uh, willing to practice techniques and to change our mindset in a way that will allow us to discover opportunities and then immediately take advantage of them. Now, it's natural for any human being to be stressed about what's going on right now. I feel stressed too. You know, I've been quarantined in my house for, I don't know, 11 or 12 days now. I have mutual funds, and I also have a long stock portfolio that have gotten hit really hard in the down move. And I've also lost some options trades. And I'm also talking to clients every day that uh, maybe are a little bit scared. These are real issues, and they're really happening. And it would be natural to do the natural thing and focus on all the things that have gone wrong or may potentially go wrong in the near future. But the question becomes, what are the long-term results, or what are my long-term results, uh, if I choose to be in the mindset of fear and scarcity uh, at this time of crisis? Well, let's see what that mindset does. If I'm scared, my ability to come up with creative solutions is gone. My ability to see opportunities is gone. My ability to make good decisions about my long portfolio, gone. My ability to make good decisions about my options trading, gone. The likelihood of me grasping at something new or something somebody else is doing that seems to be working or seems to be making money, regardless of my understanding of what that thing is, regardless of how stupid it may may be or how foolish it may be, regardless of how much risk it's taking on, regardless of how much money I might lose, is going to be extremely likely when I'm in fear and scarcity. Because when we're in the scarcity mindset, we look for solutions by throwing reason out the window and abandoning what we know and grasping at straws hoping that something will ease the stress. Now if we actually want things to turn out well, what should we be doing? well we should realize that every crisis comes with tremendous opportunity and we should be looking out a year or 5 years or 10 years into the future and thinking about what would be the best thing to do now for our future self realize that this crisis and whatever collateral damages come uh, you've experienced from it is what we call a circumstance and As with any circumstance, a circumstance isn't isn't bad, and a circumstance isn't good. A circumstance is neutral. Until, of course, we have a thought about that circumstance, and we form an opinion on whether it's bad or not. Understand that you alone choose the meaning to give to a neutral circumstance. And the meaning you give that neutral circumstance is going to determine your feelings. And your feelings are going to determine your mindset, which in turn is going to determine the action or non-actions that you take. And those actions or non-actions you take today are invariably going to affect your future. One of the things we want to understand is that Things are going to happen in life that we interpret as bad, where our tendency is going to be to be caveman-like. It's going to be to get scared or angry or frustrated and to be very reactionary because that's what allowed the caveman to survive. So it seems like our feelings about the circumstance are indeed fact. They feel like they're true. And therefore, we have to feel a certain way about it. Today, however we are in a very different world than we were thousands of years ago. These types of responses today tend to be very de- detrimental to, to our long-term success. So the thing you need to ask yourself when you feel scared or frustrated about a circumstance is, is the way I'm feeling about this going to prompt me to take actions that benefit me in the long term or hurt me over the long term? And if they're going to hurt you you over the long term, the best thing you can do is change the meaning of the event. So, for example, the 2008 financial crisis was a circumstance. Losing money for most people was a circumstance. For those that focused on how bad it was, they likely closed down and scared themselves out of the market. Perhaps they sold all their long stocks or they did nothing. Those who focused on... The opportunity, despite the fact that they lost money uh, or lost their job and went and invested more in the undervalued assets that the other people were panic selling, those people made out extremely well. In fact, many made millions over the next 10 to 15 years. Today, we're at the same type of crossroads. We have a crisis event. Some people are focusing on how bad it is and making themselves scared. And they're dumping stocks, they're hoarding cash, and they're hoarding toilet paper. Uh, while others, in a very similar situation, are seeing these problems as something that simply happens from time to time. And perhaps even, they may even be seeing them as a wonderful thing, because they're presenting opportunities. And therefore, instead of pulling in and hoarding money, they're out looking for creative solutions and seeking out investments. And they're finding those to investments. They're finding tremendous opportunities and they're investing in those opportunities. Realize that these are the people who five years from now are going to multiply their savings and their money exponentially. The circumstance is the same. The question is, what results do you want? And that's what I have for you today. I encourage you to visit us at LockingYourSuccess.com so that you too can break through barriers and enjoy quantum leaps in your trading and in your life. And I'd like to thank you for joining us today, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my Trading Performance membership, where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to TradingPerformancePodcast.com, that's one word, TradingPerformancePodcast.com, to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.